You are listening to African Perspectives with host Brother Oshi on Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasting or live program scheduling, hit them up at timeforanawakening at gmail.com. Listen, people, you better take a 
listening to African Perspectives, where we view the issues of our day from an African worldview and African-centered perspective. This program is unapologetically African. It is a custom in the African tradition to ask elders for permission to speak, having been granted permission to our ancestors whose shoulders we stand on, to our elders whose shadows we walk in. I greet you, my dear brothers and sisters. In the language of one of the greatest civilizations on this planet, it gave the world the basic disciplines of knowledge of science, math, architecture, music, writing, law, religion, you name it, we did it. The Greeks called it Egypt, but they called themselves Kemet, and Kemet means land of the blacks. I greet you all in the Kemetic language, the word of peace, Hotep. It is truly an honor and a privilege to pour libation because we truly do stand on the shoulders of those who came before us. We're going to use water because water has no enemies. Water is the great cleanser, the great purifier. Everything on the planet that lives, it needs water from a tiny microscopic organism to a tall redwood tree. We pour water into the earth to invoke the spirits of our ancestors, and we say the word ashe. It simply means, so be it. So we pour this libation to God. For all that God has done and for all that God will do. We sashay. We pour this libation to Mother Africa, birthplace of all humanity. Everyone who has lived, everyone who will live in the future, we all have a common ancestral root in Africa. We pour this libation to the classical civilizations of Africa. I mentioned Kemet in the opening. Kemet was the height, the apex, the zenith of African high culture. But there were others as well, as Timeri, Punt, and Nubia. So we poured us libation to the classical civilizations of Africa. We say, Ashe. 
report us libation to the contemporary civilizations of Africa, of Ghana, Mali, Zangai, Benin, Great Zimbabwe, civilizations that were flourishing and growing while Europe was in a medieval or dark age. The University of Sankare at Timbuktu, an outstanding educational institution. So we poured us libation to the contemporary civilizations of Africa. We say, Ashe. We poured us libation to the Ma'afa, the holocaust of our enslavement, the Infakani, the great tragedy, uprooted out of Africa. Our brothers and sisters lay a carpet along the Atlantic Ocean. We're in North America, South America, Central America, and throughout the diaspora. So we poured us libation to our brothers and sisters who suffered the Ma'afa, the Infakani, the holocaust of our enslavement, the great tragedy. We poured us libation in their honor and in their memory. We do not know their names, but because of them and their sacrifice, we are here. We sashay. We poured us libation to those who fought against enslavement. If you ever heard me do a libation, you will know that we were not slaves. I repeat, we were not slaves. We were captives. What does a captive want to do? Get free. So we poured us libation to all those men and women who fought against enslavement. In fact, I maintain that some of us are more of a slave today than we were in our initial captivity because some of us are a slave to vice, to corruption, to drugs, sex, and violence. So we poured us libation to those who fought against enslavement. Gabriel Prosser, Nat Turner, Denmark Vesey, Harriet Tutman. We always resisted. And we will always resist. So we poured us libation in the name and the honor of those men and women who fought against our captivity. We poured us libation to those unborn, those young men and women who will once again lead us back on the stage of human history as a free and proud and productive people. We sashay. We poured us libation to brotherhood and This call may be recorded or transcribed. For the union of family. We need each other. We don't have good family life. There's a saying, conditions shape conduct and consciousness. The conditions in our community are bad. The conduct towards each other is not good. Because why? We lack consciousness. And consciousness is more than just awareness. Consciousness is a deeper understanding of who you are historically, who you are culturally. So once we begin to understand the importance of brotherhood and sisterhood together for the union of family. Brothers and sisters, let us all say, Ashe, Ashe. You are listening to Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasts or live programming, hit them up at timeforanawakening.com. Good morning, African world. You are listening to African Perspectives here on the Motherland Media Network on timeforanawakening.com and blacktalkradionetwork.com. And I am your host, Baba Oshi, Hotel family. Hope everything is well with you today. Hope you're going to have a good weekend. Hoping, too, that you'll get a chance to do all the things you want to do, should do, must do, can do, and will do. Hoping, too, the weather will be accommodating for you to do it. But, of course, if it is not, and you know it must be done, you're going to get it done. That's just how how you is, you know. 
Exactly. This is African Perspective. We're here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m., 10 to 12 Central, 9 to 11 Mountain, or 8 to 10 Pacific, any other time around the world. If you can't listen to us live, you can go to our archives at Time for an Awakening. Go to Time for an Awakening at the top of the page. You'll see Podcasts. Click on that. The drop down, you'll see African Perspectives. Click on that, and there will be programs that are dated and titled. Thanks to my good brother, Brother Kwaku. Also, do it as a shortcut. Just go to whatever search engine you use, Internet Explorer, Firefox, Time for an Awakening, whatever. Put in the search, babaoshi.net, B-A-B-A-O-S-H-I.net. And once again, there will be programs that are dated and titled. This program is, as I stated, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, on our list is just this program. And time for an awakening tonight at 8 p.m. Time for an awakening with Brother Elliot and Brother Richard. On Sunday at 7 p.m. Once again, time for an awakening with Brother Elliot and Brother Richard at 7 p.m. And the number to call is 215-490-9832. 215-490-9832. We buy black. We Buy Black, the largest online marketplace for American African-owned businesses is WeBuyBlack.com. Get everything you need from American African-owned businesses, WeBuyBlack.com. Africa for the Africans, Brother Bomani Tayemba is ready to take another group of our people to the motherland on a trip of a lifetime. And you can be in that group. You can be in that mix. That's right. To going to Tanzania, November sixteenth through the twenty seventh this year, November sixteenth to twenty seventh, twenty twenty three, and then December twenty fourth to January fourth, twenty twenty four, Azania, as you know, it's South Africa, Azania. March twenty ninth to April ninth, twenty twenty four, Liberia. July 11th through July 23rd, Ghana. November 24th to December 2nd, 2024, Kemet. You may know it as Egypt, it's Kemet. And then uh, March 29th to April 9th. Oh, I apologize. December 24th to January 4th, 2025, South Africa, Azania, again, Azania. And then April 1st to April 11th, 2025, Senegal and Gambia. Those are the trips that he has scheduled. There'll be more. And um, everything you need is on the website, africaforthefricans.org. All the paperwork, all the information, visas, shots, and so forth and so on. Africa for the Africans. If you want to see pictures of previous tours, go to Facebook.com forward slash Bomani. If you want to see videos of previous tours, go to YouTube.com forward slash Bomani 2007. If you want to give the brother a call, give him a call at 404-931-9429. That's 404-931-9429. Africa for the Africans.org. Habashaw. Habashaw Incorporated. Habashaw Incorporated.org. Brothers and sisters, they they have a fest 
that is happening, going on uh, tomorrow. My mouse is not working, so I got to do stuff manually. Oh, I know. How terrible, right? <laughs> uh, tomorrow from 10 to 5. It's happening in Ghana and it's happening here in the Atlanta area. So. Habashah, Incorporated.org. Okay. It's kind of tough for me to move this stuff around like this. It's, yeah. Well, you never know how how good a, a mouse it is. Some other manual way to do this. So <laughs> uh, the Ledge Group. Ledge. Ledge stands for Land for the Environmental Development of Group Economics. Brothers and sisters, become a member of the Ledge Group. They deal in the areas of four, or the vital areas of four things that are essential for human life, food, water, clothing, and shelter. They have 12 different projects in six different countries and over 170 employed and over 260 members. Become a member of the Ledge Group. Ledge, land for the environmental development of a group economics. Abibi Atumi. A-B-I-B-I-T-U-M-I. Abibiotumi.com. Brothers and sisters, become a member and uh, get on the website of Abibiotumi.com. Join the network. Abibiotumi.com. Smai Pharmacy. S-M-A-I. S-M-A-I-F-A-R-M-A-C-Y. Smai Pharmacy. Brother, give Brother Jabril a call at 770-765-7751. 770-765-7751. He can put together a program for you, a holistic program. If you're tired of taking prescription drugs or the reactions you're getting from them and so forth, give him a call. He'll hope I hope I know that he'll help you. Smy Pharmacy. S M A I F A R M A C Y dot com. The Moses West Foundation, brothers and sisters, the Moses West Foundation. Gotta get a hold of them. I'm trying to get them back on the on the program to get a little update to see where they are. It was a pleasure to meet brother Kimmy Kitchens uh, in Jackson, Mississippi. And I was there a few weeks ago. Pleasure to meet him. The work that he's doing with the Moses West Foundation is outstanding. Moses West is dealing in sustainability, innovation, education, and urban agriculture, and so much more. Brothers and sisters, there is no shortage of water. Water's all around us. It's access to water. And Moses West Foundation provides access to water. They have the, they have the ability to produce water any and everywhere on the planet. So, check out, go to the MosesWestFoundation.org MosesWestFoundation.org and read and see for yourself. Squeezing water from air. <laughs> that was the headline in the Washington Post. Yeah, squeezing water from air. That's basically what the brother's doing. Sustainable living, clean, drinkable water. Wadada's Healthy Market and Juice Bar, located 
here in Atlanta in the West End. I'm Ralph David Abernathy. And uh, right across the street from Soul Vegetarian Restaurant, up the street from the Shrine of the Black Madonna, and the West End Mall. The West End Mall. Bodadas has a fine selection of fruit drinks, smoothies, um, and health drinks. They have uh, dry goods that you can buy, beans and so forth. All kinds of stuff like that, pastries and things that they have for sale. And they have vegan food tomorrow and Sunday. Vegan dishes they sell tomorrow and Sunday. Give them a call at 404-444-1635. That's 404-444-1635. Wadada's Healthy Market and Juice Bar. The Medu Bookstore in the Greenbrier Mall. Brothers and sisters, Mama Nia, she'd love to see you. Come in and because she has a fine selection of books, postcards, greeting cards gift certificates, t-shirts, figurines, and so much more at the Meddu Bookstore in the Greenbrier Mall. Give her a call at 404-346-3263. 404-346-3263. Black Dot Cultural Center and Bookstore in Lithonia, which is east of here. Take I-20, go east. Exit 74, Main Street in Lithonia. Make a left. Now you're heading north. And on the left, after about a mile, will be the Black Dot Cultural Center Bookstore. My good brother, Kazendia Jamu. Give him a call at 770-305-6373. 770-305-6373. Brothers and sisters, there is light in the Black Dot. And then jump in your ride. Now head back south. And once you get to I-20... Once again, make a left and you're heading east. The very next exit, exit 75, Turner Hill Road. Take that exit, make a right. Three lights, make another right. And on the left will be the new Black Wall Street Market. The new Black Wall Street Market. All right. Us lifting us. Us lifting us. They had their Thursday night broadcast last night from 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. on Blog Talk Radio. That's Blog Talk Radio forward slash blogtalkradio.com forward slash ULU, us lifting us. And if you want to give them a call to listen or give questions, comments, or concerns, you just dial 929-477-2789. That's 929-477-2789. Us lifting us to economic development cooperative in the spirit of Ujamaa. On Fridays, I announced my good brother, Brother Yusuf Muhammad's program, also on Blog Talk Radio, Disaster Awareness for Community Preparedness. Every Friday from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern on Blog Talk Radio. Give them a call at 563-999-3089. 563-999-3089. My good brother Yusuf Muhammad, Disaster Awareness for Community Preparedness. And Homeland Village and Gift Shop in Macon, Georgia, Brother Abijah. You know, he's open Tuesday through Sunday, 11 a.m. to 8 p.m., Tuesday through Sunday. Give him a call at 478-256-1166, 478-256-1166. If you're in the Macon area, please stop in. 
brother even has a vegan restaurant. I said, you want a little food? No vegan, good vegan. He has that for you as well. But he has everything else. He got furniture. He got clothes. He got CDs, DVDs, fashion stuff. Oh, man, he's got it going on. Brother Abijah. All right, Sun Goddess Sense, a one-stop natural shop located in Jonesboro. No, it's not. It's located in Forest Park. <laughs> it's 4140 Jonesboro Road. 4140 Jonesboro Road in Forest Park. It's in time. It's inside the International Discount Mall. It's booth 225. Booth 225. My good sister Shelly Armand said, give her a call at 404-434-7963-404-434-7963. Sun Goddess Sense, your one-stop natural shop. Sanjay-Haiti.org. Sister Gabriella Aurelia has been doing great work with the children in Haiti in the northeast corner. You know, as I say to you all the time, there is no government help. The only assistance they are given is by what you provide. That's why it's important that you go to the website, Sanjay, S-O-N-J-E dash Haiti, A-Y-I-T-I dot org. Sanjay dash Haiti dot org. All right. All right, family. The Inyasa Sim of Daily Revolutionary. I didn't find uh, what I was looking for for Baba Baruti in them, but I'll I'll find it. Uh, I have to get some batteries for my light, man. It's a lot better. I read a lot better with some light <laughs> and some glasses. October twelfth, reading from the Inyasa Sim of Daily Revolutionary Thought. October twelfth. Put your people before yourself. Forsake individualism for peoplehood. Me before us. Me for us. Me for us. Individual aspirations for community aspirations. Make the sacrifices necessary to struggle for your people. Zach Kandu. Wittingly or not, we all rest on the shoulders of others of those who came before us. The question is, on whose shoulders do we stand? The answer defines our loyalties, vision, and mission. Sometimes students mistakenly, blindly believe that the shoulders that they stand on belong to those who systematically overworked, tortured, and murdered our ancestors. To do so is an offense against all African people. Choose wisely for those after you will have to stand on yours. So I'm hoping you're standing on the shoulders of the men and women who came before us who were African. But because we have been trained to believe and to hate ourselves that nothing redeemable, nothing good came before us until we were enslaved. Affirm, I have chosen my ancestors' shoulders to stand on. Affirm, I have chosen my ancestors' shoulders to stand on. October 13th, an armed attacker cannot be ignored. An armed attacker cannot be ignored. George Jackson. One of the most dangerous myths holding our community in submissive check 
is that if you just do not speak about racism and just ignore its most virulent carriers, it will cease to exist. This is the well-serving fabrication of dedicated Negroes and fretful lost souls who see salvation in the power of their never spoken words. Certainly, there is reason in ignoring loud but disarmed ignorance and stupidity. Dialogue with idiots confuses serious observers as to whose brain is in disengaged. But to confront an armed reasoning attacker determined to commit menticide, genocide, suicide against you with the shield of avoidance, flight or measured neglect is suicidal at best. From one whose very existence depends on your inferiorization and destruction, there is no guarantee of escape except in returning the rage measured righteously and effectively. That's right, family. Return that rage righteously and effectively. Affirm, I never ignore our armed attackers. Affirm, I never ignore armed attackers. October 14th. The hunt is on. And brother, you're the prey. Curtis Mayfield. Western society destroys people. This truth is only meaningful if you know that it destroys Africans indefinitely more than others. To see this clearly, we have to understand that in a fair pluralistic society, the percentage of a group is of the total population is the rod by which they should be measured. Their percentage of the general population should be the same as or at least similar to the proportions in all things good and bad in that society. So if they're 20% of the population, then they should be 20% of all judges, 20% of all truck drivers, 20% of all teachers, 20% of all drug addicts, 20% of all comedians, 20% of all entrepreneurs and so forth and so on in that society. You get the picture. But therefore, since we officially represent 12% of this nation's population, he gave it a very low percentage, but many of us have believed because we all know that it was once once it was very uh, high. Some some argued damn near twenty percent. The most official I remember it being was seventeen percent. Seventeen percent, and we lost a lot of population through the attrition, through mass incarceration through drug addiction are some of our men and women going with people outside of us some just plain ain't shit so yeah 12% of this nation's population Africans should account for for somewhere between around 12% of its prison population not 65% wherever we are under European domination we find the same racist disparity. This racist disparity exists everywhere. In England, where Africans represent a mere 2% of the population, we are comprised of 16% of prison inmates. In Australia, where we represent 3%, 
of the total population, we are 85% of the inmates in prison. Unless you believe that Africans are genetically criminal, that we are born killers, thieves, gangsters, as Europeans, the people who have manufactured this image of us, historically are, because that's who they are, you know something is dangerously wrong here. Something is dangerously wrong. Affirm, I know there is something dangerously wrong. I do. Affirm. We're headed for self-destruction. They're guiding us. And we're following suit. We're headed for self-destruction. One of the reasons is because we believe in things that we don't understand. And as the great visionary, brother who had deep insight, understood Stevie Wonder, when you believe in things you don't understand, you suffer. You suffer. And we have become a very suffering people. Today is Friday the 13th. To some of us, it's just another day. And in actuality and in truth, it is just another day. You know, the the calendar that we go by, in fact, everything that happens has been dictated by Europeans, by Caucasians. Everywhere around the world, even though Arabs have a calendar, the Muslim calendar. Jews have a calendar. Africans have a calendar. In fact, we had the first calendar. This is not the year 2023. 6,253. The Kemetic calendar. Our calendar was 365 days, but we had three-day weekend with 10 10 days in a week. I know. You're used to the seven-day week calendar and so forth. I know. I mean, when something is done and it's been done that way for decades, months, years, centuries, you know, something that happened prior to that might be and may have been better, but now you are not aware of that. And so you go by what you know. You got you you go by what has been dictated to you, what has been imposed upon you. You know, that's what you go by. And so today, in the annals of history, Friday the thirteenth. Now, it's a bad luck day, you know, but in our neighborhood. Back in Milwaukee, we called it Black Friday. I know the day after Thanksgiving is called Black Friday. But we called it Black Friday before Caucasians made Black Friday an issue. Because if you understand and know Caucasians, the word black, they don't want to use the word black really in nothing. But then they found it comfortable. And the reality was what? 
They wanted to do what? They wanted to make sure that there was money being made for the rest of the year. So what kicked off the spending of the holidays or to make you more profitable? So the black is what you want to be in in an economic sense on your economic ledger you don't want red red's a deficit you want black so that's what the black friday meant although to some people the day after thanksgiving was hey chaotic and hectic in fact in my rem- in my memory and I'll probably mention again when it comes up that because I you know I'm going to broadcast the day after Thanksgiving on that day that in I think it was in Philadelphia but the traffic was so bad all these traffic jams and so this these cops called it Black Friday you know because once again even though the understanding that you want to be in the black the connotation of the word black in a society that that builds itself upon white, the opposite of white is black. And so they would rather, I'm quite sure, you know, if they had another accounting name that they didn't use, but black, they'd use that. Be white, I don't know. But we called it Friday the 13th, Black Friday, because Friday the 13th was an evil day for white folks, for Europeans. It was a bad day for Europeans. They used the 13th. Some things that were happening within their society, you know, The 13th is considered an unlucky day in Western superstition. It occurs when the 13th of the month in the Gregorian calendar falls on a Friday, which happens at least once every year, but can occur up to three times in a year. And of course, the month that is going to be the 13th, that month starts on a Sunday. That month starts on a Sunday. The first day of that month is a Sunday. It's logical. You know, two weeks. The first on that Sunday, the seventh on that Saturday. And then the following week, the eighth on that Sunday, and then the 14th on that Saturday. But, of course, Friday. You know, I think they had a Friday, uh, was back in January this year. Very seldom. They usually always usually have two. Very seldom three, and very seldom one. At least two. Yeah. So when the date, when the when the Sunday begins, when excuse me, when the when the month begins on a Sunday, the first, it's logical. You're gonna have Friday the thirteenth. 
One source mentioned for the unlucky nature of the number 13 is a Norse myth. The Norse, you know, Odin and him, Thor, the Norse myth. About 12 gods having a dinner party in Valhalla. The trickster Loki, uh, you've been probably, if you have streaming, you've seen that Loki has a series. Loki has a series. The trickster, the bad guy in, in Thor's mythology, who was not invited to the dinner. But because there was 12 gods, he became the 13th guest and arranged for Horde to shoot Baldur. Baldur. With a mistletoe tip arrow. He did. Baldar died. And the whole earth got dark. The whole earth mourned. It was bad on lucky day. This major event in Norse mythology caused the number 13 to be considered unlucky. Superstition seems to relate to various things. Some tied to the Last Supper. Jesus and the crucifixion on that Thursday he had a dinner and of course there were 13 individuals present in the up in the in the upper room the upper room on the 13th you know the night before the death of Good Friday yeah well there's evidence that both Friday and the number 13 being considered unlucky there is no record of the two items being referred to as especially unlucky in conjunction with the before the 19th century all all this happened after the 1800s the 19th century 20th century you know that's when all of this stuff began to happen and all these superstitions began to happen Superstition is so deep that um, within Western society, some office buildings that are high rise, they may not have a 13th floor. Some airlines just did not have a 13th row because the number 13 was considered a bad number. There were some cats who orchestrated a um, takeover of the of the um, the market and to corner the market on Friday the 13th because you know Friday is the last business day and that's when it really became big as well so this this number 13 you know really is a good number number 13 is the number of transformation. Twelve completes the cycle and thirteen begins the new. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. My grandson <laughs> just sent me a text begging. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, <laughs> these children, you know, I'm definitely constantly trying to make him understand 
You just don't get it. You got to earn it. Especially as you get older. You know? I'll come up with something. We'll see. <laughs> I know if you, if you, I know you have children or you have had children. I meant to say, you have children, but now your children are adults. And, but you remember when your children were younger and some of the things, or your grandchildren are younger now. Yeah, some things you go through. Yeah. And so the number 13 is the number of transformation. 12 completes the cycle. 13 begins anew. That's why the number 13, you know, they want us to believe that it is. They, they have a franchise called Friday the 13th. That's, is that Freddy Krueger? I think it is, Friday the 13th. You know. But the number 13 is a good number. 12 completes the cycle and 13 begins anew. And so during the Kwanzaa celebration and talking about the Nguza Saba and the seven principles of Kwanzaa and then there's the five C's motivation of how we should be, you know. Because you should ask yourself how if you if if the number 13 is a good number, how can we put that number and utilize that number into our everyday lives? How can we make that happen? How can we manifest that thing that, that would help us become better men, better women? better fathers, better mothers, better children. Because we know the Nguza Saba, just like Ma'at. Those guiding principles right there, if you instill those and you lived by those, you're a better man. You're a better woman. The Nguza Saba, Umoja, unity. Kujitagalia, self-determination. Ujima, collective work and responsibility. Ujama, cooperative economics. Nia, purpose. Kumba, creativity. Imani, faith. Those seven principles, just like Ma'at. Truth, justice, righteousness, harmony, reciprocity, order, balance. Those things don't cost a damn dime. All you have to do is instill them into your life, into your mind, into your actions, into your actions. So you have those seven principles of the Nguza Saba. Unity, self-determination, collective work and responsibility, cooperative economics, Nia, Imani, and Kumba. All those good principles. You have them, have them still in your everyday life. Nia, creativity. <sighs> so now add to the seven, the five C. The first C is consciousness. Consciousness. 
consciousness is more than just awareness. Consciousness is a deeper understanding of who you are culturally, who you are historically. Consciousness. You stand on principle. You stand on integrity. Can't nobody tell you different. And you don't argue with fools. You're a conscious brother or sister. Consciousness. Once you have consciousness, you have confidence. Confidence. You know you can do the job. You know you can pass the test. You know when you go after the promotion, you'll get it because you have confidence. Not cockiness, not ego, not tripping. Confidence. Third C. You have. You know what I'm trying to remember, family. I should have know you. And you right. You're right. I should have wrote them down and had them right here. Instead, you know, because I've been committing things, trying to commit stuff to memory and be forgetting. Yeah. Got to do it, family. So you got consciousness. Courage. That's the one I missed before confidence. Courage. Courage. Confidence. Courage. Confidence. Conscience and conviction. Those are the five C's. So we got courage. And because you have consciousness and confidence, you develop courage. You ain't scared. You have courage. You know what it brings to your family. You know what it brings to our community to have courage to stand on principle. Cracker can't tell you a damn thing. Courage. Conscience. The fourth C. Conscience. Knowing what is morally right and wrong and doing what's right. Standing on principle. Doing things right when no one's looking. I think for me as a man in my development, I guess I thought I felt it important to be a man of principle and a man of integrity in my word. So if you heard that Brother Oshi was doing this, that, and the other, and you know this, that, and the other ain't right, so instead of spreading that, you go to Brother Oshi and you find out for yourself what the deal is. I think one of the greatest compliments to me was Baba Kelsey. Baba Kelsey in this community is an esteemed elder. He's 90, I think 96 years old. Sharp as a tack. Strong, solid man. Beautiful man and his wife and his daughter. Good people. Beautiful. And he said, well, I've no, you know, noticed you've been very consistent in the community. You're a good man in the community. So I was like, wow. Thank you, sir. You know, 
And I often said that I don't have any money, and I don't. I don't have no money. But what I do have is my name. And if you go to Milwaukee, in the American African community, not just community, and you ask, do you know Brother Oshi or Baba Oshi? Yeah, same here. Same anywhere that I may go, because I'm the same brother. That's right. And the last C, conviction. Conviction. I may not pass the test this time, but I have a conviction. I'll work harder the next time I will. Conviction. I want to be a this or that. Maybe it, it didn't, maybe it took me longer than what I expected, but I became this or that because I have conviction. Conviction. So you have the seven principles of unity, self-determination, collective work responsibility, cooperative economics, purpose, creativity, and faith. You add it to the seven, the five C's of consciousness, courage, confidence, conscience, and conviction. Seven plus five is how much? Twelve plus you? Thirteen. Number thirteen. That's how you can add the number thirteen into our lives and transform ourselves and our community to what we know it should be about. Imagine brothers and sisters in our community were committed. We wouldn't see the chaos. We wouldn't see the self hatred. You wouldn't see the murder, the suicide, the homicide, the menticide. All those things would be eliminated. You wouldn't see the filth. That's globally. If Africans had that mindset on the continent, they would know and understand, y'all got to go. Y'all got to go. I understand what the, that what's happening with the French, and I'm applauding it. I'm looking for the Chinese. I'm looking for the Arabs. I'm looking for the Europeans. All of them to be gone. You want to come back in and do business? We can do that. And whatever you want, you pay fair market value for it. I'm not looking for Africa to shed itself off. I mean, I, we understand in the history of getting yourself together what the Chinese had to do. They had to shut themselves off. Nothing, no Western stuff, nothing. Yes, some folks had to go. And of course, you know in this society, not in this society, but in the reality of Africa getting its act together, some people may have to go. Either they leave or they are gone. And that's just the reality. 
So on this Friday the 13th, when people are, you know, you're showing movies on Friday the 13th through superstition and people sometimes believe in that. I'd rather believe that the number 13, and here's a day, Friday the 13th, where you can focus on how important the number 13 should be in our lives as a number of transformation. Because we need to transform ourselves into the Negroes and the lost souls of those who have meant aside to men and women of nobility, of courage of confidence good fathers good mothers respectful children yeah that's what needs to happen and it can family and it can and some would argue and it will that's my argument it will will happen in fact everything that if you have the will <laughs> if you have the will it will happen you know that's why I always say what I say you know will because that's what we need to do develop the will to make it happen you know develop the will We're going to take a break. When we come back from the break, we'll take calls. Remember, we're holding on, and we can talk about whatever it is you want to talk about. If you want to further conversation on the number 13, like I said, uh, in a very succinct history of it, the number 13, we used to have Black Friday on Friday the 13th because the Caucasians, all these superstitions, don't break glass, we break a mirror, rather. We break a mirror, don't break a mirror, we break a mirror, walk under a ladder, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Somebody might bring a black cat with him. I don't know. But basically what it was is the people in the community got together, potluck, song, poetry, just, just a coming together, you know. We called it Black Friday. And, of course, at 12 midnight, we all go home. It's over. I mean, well, you didn't have to go home, but, you you know, you were in someone else's home because that's where we had them at. Although one year when we had the Black Firefighters Hall, we had them at the hall. And we had a nice, nice little crowd and we had mirrors and so forth. We did some crazy stuff. So, <laughs> yeah. So we're going to take a break, family. We'll come back from the break. And I'm hoping that uh, uh, you stay with us. And, yeah, I'm hoping that you'll stay with us. So you're listening to African Perspectives here on the Motherland Media Network on TimeForAnAwakening.com and BlockTalkRadioNetwork.com. Stay with us, family. You are listening to African Perspectives with host Brother Oshie on Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasting or live program scheduling, hit them up at TimeForAnAwakening at gmail.com.
You are listening to Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasts or live programming, hit them up at timeforanawakening.com. You know, I don't know about you, but I was thinking to myself, I should have played the law first. <laughs> uh, it's Friday. I should have played the long version. You know it. <laughs> that to me, that's the the baddest song. The that is the jam cut for us as a people. Period. You can play that twenty years from now and it'll still get your ass on the dance floor. That is the got to give it up by Marvin Gaye in seventy seven, seventy eight. It's just one of the baddest cuts ever. Right on, Marvin Gaye. Appreciate you for that, man. I really do. Appreciate you for that. <laughs> yeah. I remember when he was killed, man. I was in the club, and they said Marvin Gaye died. But it was April Fool's. I mean, it's April 1st, you know. It was April the 1st. And, like, no. Then, of course, Holly died. And born April 2nd, 39. And died April 1st, 84. Marvin Gaye, got to give it up. If you want to get in this conversation, hit star twice. We've got a number of you in the queue. You know what to do. Hit star twice. Give us a call at 215-490-9832. 215-490-9832. One person I definitely want to talk to, and that is Mama Nabantu. Mama Nabantu, good afternoon. How you doing? Are you there? Oh, get back to your phone, Mama Nabantu. So I definitely want to congratulate you. And uh, the Collard Green Festival is beautiful. Beautiful. I want to talk about that. And, and of course, uh, some of the things that are going to be happening with the Collard Green Festival and, and uh, sustainability. Just a very good conference. So give us a call at 215-490-9832. 215-490-9832. We talked about, of course, today being Friday the 13th. And, of course, utilizing the number 13 in our everyday lives. And that's what I've always did around Kwanzaa time is give that number 13 some serious consideration and <coughs> utilizing the of principles as well as the five C's and and uh, helping our, our young people particularly us us as people period not just young people us as a people period <coughs> excuse me to make us better men and women better fathers and better mothers better people in the community you know do us better do us right yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I hope you enjoyed that. Marvin Gaye. Got to give it up. I said, now after, after, after it went off, I was like, damn, I wish I would have played the long version. That is a, that is, they say, a super bad. That cut is super bad. Um, I think Monday next well next week as October starts to wind down I know there is a um, 
conference coming up. And uh, Brother Mickey, Brother Mickey Dean, yeah. There is a Black Power Conference family coming up. Brother Mickey Dean sent me the information, National Black Radical Political Convention. The National Black Radical Political Convention that's coming up. Um, it's going to be in Baltimore, October 27th, 28th, and 29th in Baltimore. Somebody who's familiar, I know Brother Irv, of course, is familiar uh, with Baltimore because he lives in Baltimore. But they have got good information on it and what they plan to do, organizations that are involved, and what participants are going to be doing. 602, 602, good afternoon. Brother Marcus, how are you doing, sir? Good afternoon, Brother Washington. Doing great. Good. So, you know, this superstition, you know, this superstition is deeply tied to their religion, you know. Sure. It's intricately tied in with their deepest Christianity that they profess. And, you know, that um, King James, that he say wrote that um, King James Bible or whatever. Mm-hmm. He also wrote a book 11 years before that. He also authored a book called uh, uh, book on Demonology. Demonology? Okay, yeah. yeah, you're right. I heard that. Yes, mm-hmm. Demonology. So I wonder how much of that Demonology book is inside of this Bible, this mm-hmm. Bible that they profess. Yeah. You know, and I asked and, these Christian people, I said, so... um. And, 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 you know, and you know what, Mark, especially for us, because the Bible that most of us use is the King James version of the Bible. Of and not course. even knowing who King James was and why he exactly. had these people commissioned to write a Bible, you know. Exactly. Our people. So no matter, no, 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 you know, no, no wonder our people, the minds of our people are exactly. twisted. Because exactly. we have twisted people putting their thoughts in our head. Mm-hmm. You know, I asked yes. them, I said, these Christians, I asked them, I said, so um, oh, where is Lazarus today? Where is Lazarus? Because if, if Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead, that means Lazarus overcame death. Right, and he never died. Walk. He never died. He yes. never died. Because if he died, then that means, yeah. hey, that's the power <laughs> of Jesus ain't that powerful. You know what I'm saying? Because he just, conquered it. Right, it was just for that moment. It was It was just for sure. Exactly. It's just <laughs> So yeah, ignorance and foolishness, <laughs> you know, you know, burning bush talk, you yeah. know, the donkey talk, you know what I'm saying? This is just, it's yeah. just madness, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And I want to say a little thing about this guy here, this basketball player, LeBron James. Yes. You know, he always comes shooting off his mouth. You know, he come shooting off his mouth. Oh, what they did over there, what those Palestinians did. Yeah. But whenever yeah, black that. people catch him hell, he don't say nothing. Yeah. He's silent. You know, whenever black people catching it over here, I don't see LeBron James coming out and saying anything. You know, you should stop what you're doing against black people. No. 
body, because those are his handlers. Probably those yeah. are these Jewish people are his handlers. You know, it's, mm-hmm. he should just shut up. If yeah, you don't that's have, the best you know, thing to do. That's the best exactly. thing to do. If you ain't got nothing shut, serious to say. Shut. Just to shut exactly. up. Exactly. You know, it's mm-hmm. just sickening, brother. Where she, it, these Negroes just come out and blurt them out of. You know, I don't know what the hell they say, you know, yeah. but man, you know, I said, well, you know, the world is hell, as God yeah. say. The world well, is hell, brother. You ain't got to die and go to hell. It's yeah, just hell live here. Right here. Right here. Yes. Hell on anyway, earth. I just mute my phone and continue listening. Keep on keeping on, brother. Thank you, brother Marks. I appreciate you, man. Have a blessed weekend, right. okay? You, you too, good brother. All right, dear brother. Peace. Yeah, no, he's right, man. I heard that piece from LeBron. I was like, why did he feel he had to comment uh, about what's happening? I know there are politicians that do because these politicians pledge allegiance to Israel. Once these once these politicians uh, gain the office, one of the first things they do is I pledge allegiance to Israel. You know, <laughs> and I and I pledge allegiance to Israel unconditionally, no matter what the hell they do, no matter how they ripped us off and done things to us. I pledge allegiance to them. <laughs> well, I, I know if, if you if you were fortunate enough to uh, listen to the program this past Wednesday, they had Brother Ayo Kamafi, the irritated genion in his new book, Jews Are the Problem. And we talked extensively about the Jews to manipulate and undermine what's happening within societies. You know, the fact that they, you know, what was what was funny in our discussion about the, the European Jews, uh, Nasser, who was president of, of, of Egypt, you know, he, he said, man, the, the, the Jews went away black and came back white. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> yeah. He's speaking of the, of course, the Ethiopian Jews. The Sephardic Jews, they, they were not African looking they were distinguishable between the Europeans on the Iberian Peninsula because they were expelled the same time that the Moors were expelled 1492 was a serious year you know not only did Columbus do what he did but the Europeans took action collectively and they got the Moors out of Spain and the the Sephardic Jews and they made a declaration amongst themselves that they're going to come together on those who are outside of them and even though they continued to war amongst themselves not to the extent that they probably did prior to the expulsion of the Moors and the Sephardic Jews But what Nasser was talking about was the Fausa Jews, the Ethiopian Jews who were exiled 
when they came back, the, the Ashkenazi, the late converts to Judaism, the Europeans, European Jews, who dominate and control Judaism, who dominate and control multiple fields within a society, particularly fields that deal with imagery, that deal with information. Because if I control those things, what you see and what you hear, what you learn, I got you. I got your mind. And so, whether LeBron was told to make a comment or felt that he had to make a comment, you know, he could have made a comment dealing with, you know, that would be more even-handed. The Jews have a right to exist as well as the Palestinians have a right to exist. They must develop a method whereby they can coexist. At this time, that's impossible. It was impossible to, from the beginning because, I mean, you know, it wasn't like long ago when you warred and people didn't know what the hell was happening just happened it was just happening but because of information age so in 1947 they had reels that they could pe- see what was happening and so when when so when the european went to palestine when those European Jews went to Palestine, along with the Europeans in the Del- Belfort Declaration, and said that this land will now be given to these European Jews, these Ashkenazi Jews, and it will be Israel. Well, man, all of the Arabs were up in arms. <laughs> Believe me, they were. They were all up in arms about it. Let me get to, let me get my brother Paul in here, brother brother Paul. How you doing? Good good morning, good afternoon, Baba Ochi. How are and you, to the listeners? Hello. Yeah, can you hear me? Go ahead. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Good to um, good to good to hear you, man. Good good to hear you, and thank you for giving me the opportunity to speak. Uh, just, just uh, brother Marcus. Uh, just, uh, just brother Marcus talked about uh, King James. Mm-hmm. But uh, if, uh, let me let me let me say in the language Marcus might understand. Brother Marcus, you know King James are butty boy. You understand what I just said there, about No, Archie? no, <laughs> no. <laughs> well. Brother Marcus might be able to to explain to you. Okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, well, I, I I know King James was a homosexual. That's been reported. 
I don't know that he is that, but that's what it was stated that he was a homosexual. And, and to me, homosexuality is an issue. We talked about it, but that's what you choose to do. I, if you want to be a homosexual, you go, go ahead and be that. The problem I've always had is imposing what you have onto others or making others believe that they should accept what you have or what you bring. So that becomes an issue. But uh, the uh, King James Version of the Bible uh, and all the people who wrote in it, I, I can no longer more consider that book a holy book than I would, <clears throat> you know, any book that was written. So. You know, that's interesting, Baba Ochi, you understand that that's a fair assessment. But, you know, when you put this whole uh, so-called alternative lifestyle and the rest of it under a microscope, uh, uh, with all due respect, I think it goes much deeper than that, in that, uh, you know, for instance, today, they want to teach your child as an infant in school how to be a homosexual. Now, I, I had this debate with uh, a sister, and she's tell she's arguing with me. Um, uh, she's arguing with me. That's not what they're doing. Yet, I have friends who are teachers in those schools, and they have told me that's what's happening. They have actually told me that's going on. So, what are they lying? You see, what I'm trying to explain to you, why I say it goes far deeper than that, because they are indoctrinating the children. It's, right. it's not a matter of right. if, if you make a choice. <laughs> you know, it's not a matter if you make if you make a choice with some sort of pseudoscience that you have some sort right. of gene makes you that. No, they are absolutely. You see, this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying because you know, Baba Ochi, I heard you talk about the Jews, for instance, the Jew. Yeah, this this thing called the Jew. And you talk about the Bible. It, it, one of the facts, I don't know if, if uh, Brother Marcus was talking about this character called Shakespeare. Right. Right. Uh, because he's one of the authors. Right. He is. Uh, right. He was one of who was commissioned uh, to write stuff in the Bible. He's one of the writers. In fact, he put big, his name in it. Hear this big joke what they play on people. If you put that under the microscope, you will realize that this Shakespeare didn't even exist. Right. He did not <laughs> exist. Okay? Now, 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 those who pay attention and who have done their homework absolutely know he didn't exist. For instance, this character who's supposed to live somewhere up north in the Midlands, right? When they checked the census for the time, there was a character called with that name, but he fitted none of the characteristics of the person who they suggest. It's a complete fiction. Look, Baba Ochi, I'm just trying to say something here, yeah? These people, right, with this English language and their spelling have worked um, almost mm. magic on us right. and put us in a state of hypnosis. And we are such, a, we are so in this state of hypnosis Right. That you know what I'm saying is this is the starting point because I can ramble on forever on this. This is the starting point for me. Going through these schooling falling systems of the English, I now realize that this age I'm at, right, that you have to take ninety-eight point and I'm probably being I, I probably got that wrong. Ninety-eight percent of what they have indoctrinated you with and throw it in the bin. 
I'm telling you, I know this sounds crazy. You have to take 98% of their indoctrination and bin it because it's total lies. You know, they have so hypnotized us to, to, to that we don't even know what we're... We're talking about the Jews, yeah? These people who created this idea about Judaism, uh, about... Uh, look, you know, Christ. Christ, for instance. They call him a Jew. They, right. They call Christ a Jew, okay? And then they tell you the first Muslim was Abraham. Uh, what? That's a bit strange, isn't it? Don't, don't no one wake up and say, but, but that's a bit odd, okay? Maybe it's because they were... Write it from the from, go back to the Pharisees, where they had, where these Orthodox Jews adopted their, their 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 ideologies from in Babylon, which modern day Iraq, right? They adopted these ideas, and they just constructed all this madness, which we've all bought into, totally bought into it. Hot, hot, you know, just just bought into it, and we uh, it's like, you know, I, for instance, I've read the Bible and the Quran, read it. And a lot of it didn't make no sense to me. And I thought, well, maybe there was, maybe I just didn't get it. Maybe I'm too thick to get it. But as I start to question it, walking around with my Muslim friends, telling me a holy hocus pocus, then I start going, question these things. I remember my Muslim friend said, the Quran has never been um, edited, right? Which is a total lie. Absolute lie. And you know how I work that? You just have to read it and then go and talk. You got, you got, you got um, the the the, uh, Elo, the the Alawites. You got the Shiite. You got the Sunni. You got so many different groups, and they all have their different interpretation. So to suggest that is a total load of rubbish. And this is what I'm saying. So if you don't use a critical thinking, if you don't read, if you don't go and examine these things, right? If you don't go and you, you you just follow this fallacy of these nonsense they've made up, total and absolute crap they've made up for people. And it's all to control people's minds. So this idea of the Jew is a total fallacy. There was no fallacy uh, uh, Jews and all this sort of stuff. No, they, they never existed. This is just a lie. And they've created this lie to give them an idea that they existed in antiquity. Didn't even in, exist no. in antiquity. In antiquity, right. they were running around murdering one another, right. well, killing see, that's, one another. That's that's the real key for European Jews is that they existed in antiquity. That they were the ones, uh, they were the Hebrews uh, of, of and, and in fact, that those are bullshit stories as well. They're, they're, oh, you know, the, you. the Exodus, the, the Exodus did thank not you. happen. It's proven that it did not happen. They did a conference on on that. So every thank Easter. You. They talk about the ex- the Exodus did not. There were no Hebrews enslaved. Just in, rubbish. In all of it. It is. But so you were trained. You were trained to believe it. In right. fact, if you and, don't and, believe and, it, there's and, something and that, wrong with you. That's why we find ourselves in a state. That's you know we're looking for the reason why we're in this black state. That's the reason because yeah. we are following. Hocus pocus and fairy tales. Yeah. We're following these things like they're real. We might as well go to um Mickey Mouse and put Mickey Mouse up on a cross and call him God. This is where we're at. And when it's clear, when you start to examine this thing, yeah, it's clear. Look at Africa. Look at what the contribution of Africa to the every civilization. Look at the animals. The head of all the animals yeah. is there. Every is there. And we don't want to wake up because we've been indoctrinated by these, these people. 
And you know, so they, there it is. I, so I'm just saying that, Baba Ultra. Yeah. I just have to put out there for us. Let me get some others in this conversation. If they're anxious to get in, 443, good afternoon, 443. Good afternoon, Baba Oshi. Hey. Brother Irv here. Hey, Brother Irv, how you doing? Man, I'm, I'm going to go get some water to throw on Brother Paul. Because, <laughs> he's smoking, uh, man. He's bringing the, he's he's bringing bringing the fire. fire. He's bringing, he's the, bringing fire. the fire, man. <laughs> and, and, when he, and, and, when he, and when he speaks, when he speaks, he backs up what he says. Uh, and, and explains exactly what he means, mm-hmm. and uh, and I, and it's very impressive when he when he his arguments are so impressive, and they're very difficult to push back on because when you're talking about a faith, Baba Oshi, right? There is no logic. There's That's no right. logic in faith. 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 Yeah. The, there's nothing faith, true. Faith there's is, nothing is, concrete. There's nothing historical. That's like people talking correct. about the historical. There's nothing historical about it. You know. No. Because it there's didn't happen in history. There's a difference between knowledge, uh, knowledge and faith are two different things. Mm-hmm. You know, they're two different. Not you can't. Uh, the Bible is not a history book, right? If if you want to know the, the truth about it, it's not a history book. But uh, people tend to use it as a try to make it a history book. I mean, it's like it's just like Baba Oshi when you when you go to get something to eat and they are uh, and you get and you your bill comes to seventeen dollars. And you give the you give the girl a, a twenty dollar bill, and she comes back to the table, and she gives you a uh, ninety seven dollars change, and you gave her twenty dollar bill. The bill was seventeen dollars. Now, is that a is that a test or is that a blessing? <laughs> <laughs> depends upon hey, it depends upon the person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Christian now. Is that a test? Or is that a blessing? God just bless me with some money. You know I need some gas. Amen. You know, so <laughs> oh, praise. So, if, but the but the whole the whole religion, uh, the whole European religion that we are these people, not we, have adopted. It the way it is set up. It is set up so that you can. It, it's never a definite. It's never a this or that. It's whatever you say it is. So to me, I, I was indoctrinated into Christianity, and um, it, it's interesting. Once I started learning other religions and how much they were alike, I'm like, my God, everybody saw the same thing at the same time, and that's so interesting to me. But but Baba Oshi, these these Caucasians, and and, and I say Caucasian because the Caucasian uh, has is the one who is, is the one who has killed more more Africans than any other group of people in the world the Caucasian has. He's yeah. killed more Africans yeah. than any other group of people in the world. Mexicans don't kill Africans. All these they, they make but not as many as the Caucasian. Yeah. We're right. talking the Belgians who did ten million. Right. So they're, 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 they Caucasians live in a in a in a in a in a in a bubble of fear. In other words, they're they're afraid of everything. They're afraid of themselves and they want you to be afraid. Even their even their God must be feared. You know, you got to fear yeah. God. Right. And, if, and if I am God, if I am God, then you fear me. You fear me. Yeah. Because God is white. Yeah. So everything is on fear. And that's what's going on now in, in, in Israel. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's going to be World War Three. And what can I do about World War Three? I don't have a nuclear bomb. Yeah. But Iran's got one. That's why you ain't coming for them. You ain't coming for Russia. Well, You're coming for someone you think you can win. Well, you ain't also, coming for them. You ain't what you go ahead. Well, also too, they 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 want to start to minimize what's happening there, because it could escalate into 
because the, the, the European Jews, they've had nuclear capabilities for many years. Because as long as the United States have it or uh, 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 Europe has it, they got it. You know, because so they dictate uh, and, and they're protected by Europe and United States. And they got it. So South Africa has it. But it's not South Africa has African people. It's South Africa has Caucasian people, the so-called Afrikaners. They have it. So a number of people have it. And then, of course, the balance of it, China, uh, right. many countries in, in the, now the so-called Middle East, you know, and Russia. So would they start flying? I think that once it starts to happen, who knows? A chain reaction might happen. It's, they all start flying. And if that's the case, we're all we're all done. Human, well, human existence could be done. I, I don't believe that we're all done, Baba Oshi. I think that we're all going to live a different way. In other words, in other words, when they decide, when they do start, I mean, they dropped an atomic bomb, and these these Caucasians here, and they had no idea what that atomic bomb was going to do to the planet. They didn't. They knew it was going to kill people, but they this is how evil the, the demonic that the people that we're living around are. They knew it would destroy. They knew it would destroy people, but they had no idea what it did to the ground. Yeah. 20 years, you can't grow anything. Right. And they didn't understand the psychological piece, the psychological piece of these people melting. They melted people, and they celebrated. They celebrated like they did a great thing. Oh, we ended the war. And because and they, they bombed some people in Pearl Harbor while they were, and they felt as though they had the right. And that's what they're doing now. They feel as though they have a license to kill. We're yeah. going to starve these people first cut their electricity off, cut their water off, and then they're telling you to leave because we're going to kill all two million. Right. Come on now. All two million. Tell you to leave. How you how you gonna leave when you have already barricaded this is very interesting but, but, and but but they won't bomb them. Hold on, hold on, brother Paul. But they won't bomb them because they're right there. What they want to do is exterminate them, bring the bring all of that land to rubble and rebuild it. Correct. Yes, Rebuild genocide. Exactly. They want to exercise genocide of the Palestinian people, particularly in the Gaza Strip. Go ahead, Brother Paul. Right. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Baba Irv. You know, when Baba Irv, you know the importance, I'm just going to state it right here and now, it's very important to speak with people of the like mind because uh, as you speak, you realize things. And the, the, these things which I'm realizing – I'm not going to give it to me. It's the ancestors because you have to be thinking on the same frequency. And this, but as he was speaking, I thought he, he said they're going to be World War Three. But I, I want him to think about this. I'm not. I'm not suggesting it's right or wrong. These ideas where we get World War One, World War Two, World War Three. I mean, who gave us these ideas? Uh, these World Wars? Because, for instance, ninety in the nineteen forties, fifties, when this so-called World War was going on. What was everybody else doing? You know what I mean? Was the whole world at war? I don't think they were, to be honest with you. And from when I, when I read and observe, the whole world was not at war. People are still going about their business. These these uh, uh, Europeans, they, they were in the business of uh, killing off themselves. But if you look at their history, especially here in England, that's what they've always done. Yeah. They've always done yes. that. You know, uh, this, I mean, we, we, this place where I live in is called England. But 
you probably don't know that originally it was inhabited by the Welsh. It's the Welsh who used to live in this place. They were mm -hmm. pushed out by the Anglos and the Saxons. They were pushed out mm -hmm. to the place they called world. They were known as Celtic, right? So you, and, and they, they were Germ Germanic tribes that came from Germany. You understand? So the point I'm trying to make is this is what they've always done. This is... And then, and then you can see the pattern. This is their behavior. Right. You know, there's no world war. They're at war constantly, every day. They're at war with each other. Mm -hmm. With the Irish, right now, you, I mean, you really don't know what's going on here, what you call Europe. Because these people, like I've said before, the place I live, they don't see themselves, the majority of people, white people in this place I live, do not see themselves as Europeans. That, that's just a label given to them by some group who wanted to create this idea of Europeans. They see themselves as English, and then after that, they see themselves as... Like in England, you've got Yorkshire. Uh, a Yorkshireman overthrew the king and had the king beheaded, right, and created the parliament. There's so many indifference here. The Irish do not see themselves as the same as these people here. The Scottish don't see themselves, and the Welsh don't see them. They constantly are talking about setting up their own autonomies right here and now, okay? And if it doesn't happen, what's the next stage? They want Lord. to separate. People who lead Scotland, right, they, 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 you've got the Squ Scottish Independence Party. They're pushing for independence. The point I'm trying to make is the war is their nature. Right. That's what, oh, what yeah. it is. For them, yeah. Yes. So you know this idea of World War, World War Three is going to happen. You know, you know what? I don't think World War Three is going to happen in the way like everybody's going to go to war because I think personally they have a plan. And what the plan is is, as right, mm -hmm. the, uh, brother, the genocide. They, they start this thing, like you said uh, uh, the other week, um, Baba Ochi, 100 million percent right. They, they purposely, that Benjamin Netanyahu devil, he the one, right, who sat back and, and uh, with, his, with his cabal and yep. decided this is how we're going to kick it off. Exactly, okay? exactly. And you can see what's happening. He's bringing in all these agents, all the ones they've been paying off over the years to get in their political parties. All these people supposedly represent these political parties when really they were representing their own pocket, being paid by these devils. Okay, that's what's really happening. So it's not really a world war. It's the cabal. It's the group of these. I don't even want to call them elites because they're not elite to me. They're a bunch of parasites who feed off others, right? Who want to create this situation to drag people's children in, send people's children to go and fight their battles and die. They're not sending their children to die. They're going to send people's children to die, just like they've done in Afghanistan. You know, I see mums, right? I see them when the mums have got their pictures of their loved ones on the wall. And I'm thinking to myself, why did you let him go in the first place? Why didn't you encourage him not to go? Because they're just going to send your children to die for their interests. Just like they don't go. When they went in there under false protection and stole the people's oil and sent people's children to die for their men's and set up their company like Halliburton for the rest yeah. of them. And they benefit off of it. And what they do, but so it's not about World War Three. It's about creating the idea. It's about we're all fighting when they're not all fighting. And do you know what? I have a suspicion Putin is in it as well. They're all in it together. They create it's like a, it's like a, it's like a stage show. They create this stage show for you, give you the idea, oh, we're all fighting. But they want your children to go and fight for them. Right. And then when you're all done, they've done a job. What job have they done? They've depopulated the earth, which is their aim. It's a depop because they think there's many people here. Right? And then many of us, because as Brother Earth knows, many of us in America are in the army. Many. Right? And they want them to die. Okay? They want them to die. That's the reality of this thing.
So after they've died, when we've all been wiped out, then they just put us back into slavery again because there's not enough men ready to fight. That's the aim of it. Take the fighting men, send them off to war, and get them killed, okay? And once they've mm-hmm. been killed, then they can take over because if there's no fighting men, they're going to walk over the show, and that's the objective. I'm sorry. That is the reality of this. So it's not really about World War Three. It's about creating the idea of World War Three, and then sending us all off to die. And when we're all dead, put the rest of us back into slavery again. This is the aim. This is the aim. They talk about it even in their religious books about the war will start on right. Mount Sinai. Mount Sinai. Yeah. But they talk about a bloody Mount Sinai. It's all a fiction. It's all a fiction. And it's they call in... themselves the Zionists. Which right. is a coincidence. War will start on Mount Sinai is what they say. And then they call themselves the Zionist. Damn mm. cheek. Yeah. And, and it, so that is the real aim, to have us all killed. And Baba, let me say the last thing. You know what really <laughs> opened my eyes? When, when they brought in this pandemic, that's what really opened my eyes. Because it's gonna, it takes two years after they've given you the injection for you to die, for you to get uh, 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 heart disease and all these infections. Two years. After two years, it's kicking. And people are talking. Many people, they're seeing dropping off, but they don't even know what time of day is. It's, many of us are dropping off right now. And we're wondering, what's going on? We're like rabbits stuck in the headlights. What's going on is that you let them fool you to take that poison, and now you're going to die. That's the reality. And they've been killing us, trying to get rid of us. And well, it's all you, a state. You know, when, right. when I seen um, Bill Gates talk to a group of people openly and say, we have created vaccines for population control. Now, he's saying this in a public right. forum. Right. You know. Because the whole idea by him oh, and many others, there's too many people on the planet. It's not. That's not true. But to them, not it is true. true. And they not want true. to decrease the pay. They want to decrease uh, the population on the planet by billions, not hundreds of thousands, not tens of thousands, millions. Too many billions. people of color. Black faces on the planet Billion. is what they mean. Yes. And and That's and, what they mean. and, and too the many faces black people on the planet. Exactly. Too many people of color and and, and, and what could be considered undesirables or waste, because they don't produce anything. We need to get them off the planet. You know they got a video, right? They got a video on YouTube and it's not even new. With Bill Gates and his wife. Oh my god, please. With Bill and his wife says, first we're gonna start with the blacks. That comes out of his wife's mouth. Mm-hmm. And she she's in America, by the way. She says, first, we are gonna start with the blacks. Now I'm wondering, what is it do they not get what's going on? Do they not see? The people, they said it themselves. Bill Devil Gates and his devil wife, they said it. They said, we're going to start with the blacks. The blacks need to get it first. My God, people, wake up. So they, they're killing us off, okay? We've, and you know the worst thing? It's not just the fact that they're killing us off. They're killing us off with our consent. We're even sending our sure. children to kill. We're sending our children off to, be, off to death. And, and And I just made mention the fact that because our population, listen, family, because our population is young, we continue to breed. 
their population, the Caucasians' population is older. When you've seen what happened in this pandemic, how they were more adversely affected because the older population, they had more preconditions. We had a younger population. Didn't have that. That's why Africa was not seriously hit by the pandemic. And us here in the United States, but our population, strangely, in the United States has been decreasing. I venture to say the, the, the highest percentage I've seen of us as a population in this country was 17%. Now we're down to 12. Why? Why? Because number one, we, 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 we've taken these medications, but deeply, it's mass incarceration. Uh, it's drug addiction, substance abuse, and so forth. It's us being outside of our group in terms of race. I don't believe in race, but us being with white women, Chinese women, whatever. And that's constantly promoting. You see it on TV all the time. You know, uh, uh, the murder rate, the self Homosexuality. Homosexuality. Damn, homosexuality. Pedophilism. Yeah. They, they're pedophile. They, they, they're, they're queer. They're here and they're coming for your children. Yeah. Now, all That doesn't produce anybody. No. Oshi. No. All these things together, all these things together is what, is, is what, is, is what, to take the father out of the home. That started doing welfare. Right. You can't get welfare. That's what Claudine, right, that's the right. Claudine was about. That, they, that, that started out, in, they, the, in the 70s. That started in the 70s. That's correct. And that was no. to show your children that they don't need a man to make it. Mm-hmm. You don't need a man because when a woman gets some money, she don't need no man. When a man gets some money, he want all the women. Mm-hmm. But he don't want to marry nobody. He don't mm-hmm. want to have a family. Right. And, and, you know, family is the key, key. to our survival right. the key. as a people. Yes. That's I why they're, they're, coming, they're coming for the families. They're not coming for the singles. They're mm-hmm. coming for the family. They take the man and make him want another man. They take a woman and make her want another woman. Then we can act like we don't see it. And we can say things in private, but what we need to do is stand up, say what you got to say, and if they don't like it, bring it. That's how I feel. I'm I'm tired of this. It's time time for us to fight, Baba Oshi. We have to stand up and say that we're African. We're proud to be African. I may not be in Africa, but Africa's in me. And if you ain't with it, Absolutely. Just move to the side, man. It's all right. You can do what you do. Let me let me let me let me get let me get Rick. Go ahead. Rick off in this. Two oh two, good afternoon. Two oh two. How you doing, brother? Man, I'm in church. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're gonna be passing we we're gonna be passing the plate in a minute, man, especially Paul. <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean how am I doing? I'm a, I'm as close to heaven as I done been this, since I can remember, man. <laughs> You know, what I'm, and what I mean by that is, you know, to know that maybe none of us will be around when it happens, but these children and, and the ones that we produce, our offspring, they're going to change this thing around. You know, Elijah Muhammad, Elijah Muhammad explained in the simplest way that what we're dealing with is the devil. Mm, yes. We learned when we yes. were little children. Yes. That God was the one that was in charge. And the devil was his chief and only real opponent. So what I'm understanding is that we regardless of our individual philosophies, you know, you can take you can take one road to go one place and one road to go another place, but the point is that you arrive at the 
designated destination. And that's what I'm hearing in, in, in the complexities of what the brothers are sharing today. Mm-hmm. That, you know, all is not lost. You know, I played chess games where I've been, my queen got taken, my rook got taken, but damn it, I got a, I got a, I got a pawn down there and it changed the whole game. Mm-hmm. So what, what, what I'm hearing is we got pawns that are moving down on that seventh rank. And all they got to do is go one more, one more. and the whole game, game was changed. Change. Yeah, yeah. And let these folks, let, let them go off and mm-hmm. let them go off and kill each, let them go off and kill each other. Mm-hmm. That'll just save us some time. I ain't thinking about fighting for this country. Right on. This country and never, never, ever fought for us, and it never would. Right. You know, all we got to do is just stand back and fold our arms and keep our bullets dry. <laughs> you know, if they, if they come down our street, hey, if they come down our street, then that's a declaration as that's far right. as I'm concerned. Yeah, yeah. get ready you know to fight, family. So, yeah. yeah, I'm I'm saying, man, you know, you know, it comes down to it. I remember my dad told me that one time. These dudes that ran me home, he said, no, 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 no. Next time you see them, fight them. I don't care if you win or lose, just fight them. Mm-hmm. He said, they'll never bother you again. And damn it if I didn't fight them. I actually beat a couple of them. And they mm-hmm. never bothered me again. That's right. When you stand you know, up, people, when you stand up when, to a because bullet. they know. That's mm-hmm. right. And Oshie, that's what I hear you talking mm-hmm. all the time. I mean, it's stand in between up. everything that you say, everything you read, man. Mm-hmm. You know, we 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 a generation that's got to point these people. Actually, I'm almost convinced if we just let them loose, they gonna do what they got in their nature. They they love to fight. They love to kill. I won't say love to, but they will. Mm-hmm. They no, no will doubt. kill if they have to. Yeah. And so when the shit hits the fan and it's about to hit it, I'm, you know, mm-hmm. like I said, all we need to do is just step back, let them kill off as many as they need to, <laughs> as many don't get out of the way of their bullets, mm-hmm. and we just kind of, you know, get push that bar down to where it tends to do a, where it tends to do a queen. Can I make an intervention with my brother? I want to I wanna give something to my brother, yeah? Yeah, go ahead. That's, that, that's, that's uh, Brother Rick. Go ahead. Yeah, I want to give something to my brother Rick because he, he mentions Farrakhan a few times, and he he said, but one, uh, um, uh, our brother, uh, our, our brother, I mentioned Elliot. Elijah Muhammad. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I go to the root of things, brother. Okay, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. okay, okay, okay. Well, what, what it is, what, what I'm the point, and, and you mentioned uh, uh, the young people to come, but one thing, uh, brother Elliot plays a part on this platform where uh, Farrakhan speaks, says that. Uh, we cannot pass it on to the children to come, right? And what, what I what I interpret that as, because I hear that a lot. Like brothers, I'm talking to brothers, they say, well, it's not going to happen in uh, my generation. How the hell you know it's not going to happen in your generation? How the hell you know? You don't know, <laughs> right? What I'm saying, not to you personally, but I'm talking to the people I'm talking to. You you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. You just think what's going to happen tomorrow. You even think you're going to wake up tomorrow. You don't know is the question, is what I'm saying. That's true. But what what, what it is is, I, what, why I'm pushing back. I just want you to think about this. I'm not telling you what to do. We cannot pass it on to the next generation. If you've got, if you wake up tomorrow and you've got air to breathe, it starts now. So if you're talking That's about, right. if you're talking about communications, like I hear you do a lot, be the one to make the communication happen. Okay. Is what I'm saying. 
And I don't mean that rudely or disrespectfully. I mean that as I say it. We need to be what we say we be. So if you hear me making a noise and shouting on this radio, I'm phoning from the UK. I'm trying to be what we need to be. And the first thing we need to be is talk to each other and show that we're of the same mind. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's the point of me making these conversations. We are of the same mind, no matter what they say in their uh, mass manipulating media. So hear what my brother, be that person. Anything you want to know, I'm telling you as fact, is on the internet. Anything you want to create is there. So no one needs to wait for anybody. You just need to start it. And if you can't complete it, write a book and leave it for your children. Trust me, your grandchildren will do it. So start writing tomorrow. Buy a, a, an exercise book and start writing the ideas out and leave it for them. But what we can't do is sit here and just pass it on to the next generation because we think we're too old. None of us are too old. I'm in my early 50s, some of you in your 60s, some of you in your 70s. We're not too old. We are the ones speaking out. We're the ones with the courage to speak the truth. Mm. And that's the start of it. That is the start of progress. That's the start of change. Because you see and I see and all of us see how they're trying to shut people down and shut people up turn us into zombies and many of us unfortunately as men are zombies yeah that's the reality uh, yeah okay well, let, let, let me let me say this I, there's a lot of things there's a lot of things that i simply cannot say publicly because i just like you and i are listening then white folks are sitting over at the pentagon and the state department and they're listening and they know as well but that don't mean that these things that we are we are uh, organizing are not going to be completed we're just not going to do it in a way where we use their communication system to discuss these things. So mm-hmm. I agree with you, Paul. I mean, I, you know, we're all speaking the same Thank language. You. We, we just use we just using different words. But I'm saying I, I know agree. this devil well enough. I know this devil well enough, Oshie, to know that he, has, he used to sit outside of the slave caverns and listen to the slaves plant insurrection. Yeah. And because he was always, 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 always. listening yeah. on the slide, yeah. he knew what we were planning. And also, so I'm too, just saying that and also some too, of the people that spies. I'm associated with, it, also some too. of the people I'm associated with have helped me to understand how this thing works. Mm-hmm. And there are ways to communicate without going to the radio or without going to the Internet. And so that that is what warfare really is. It's where your enemy does not know what you got planned. Not right that he knows what you got planned, right? But he does not know. I'm, I'm gonna leave it with that, and we'll, 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 we'll wait for the sun to rise tomorrow, brothers. I say, all right, brother, all right, brother Rick. I say, go, I say. yeah, go ahead, Irv. Yeah, yes, something. Sir. I was really quickly. I was just wanted to say that Elijah Muhammad was the, the most brilliant psychologist I've ever, in in my lifetime. He was a he yes, was sir. a psychologist. He mm-hmm. he understood people to the point where he was able to. He was able to he was able to manipulate folk and and the good part about Elijah Muhammad is that he had a righteous he had a righteous vein in his body. In other words, I yes. see people like this Joe Osteen and uh Robbins and all these motivational speakers. They want to make all this money and all this stuff, but but Elijah Muhammad, you may his religious piece, I'm not talking about that. But his psychology, he understood yes, this Caucasian he knew the Caucasian better than the Caucasian knew himself, mm-hmm. and and they feared him, you know. But you didn't see nobody yes. assassinate him because he had protection, oh, yeah. and that's what we have to do right now is have protection. If we're going to talk this talk and walk this walk, you better have some, something to back these people up off you because they're coming for us. They're already here. Uh, why do you think Paul's voice starts to raise when he starts to talk 
passionately because he knows that he's saying something that's going to make someone upset, that's going to make someone do something, say something, or deprive them of something. But that's we're true. Africans. And yeah. we were here. We were the first people, and we're and, and we'll damn it, we're going to be the last people. That's right. We ain't that's going no right. damn way. Yep. Go ahead, Paul. That's right. My girl. Well, you know what? I am so grateful, and I mean that from the bottom of my heart, to be able to speak like that and even for you to tolerate me because the reality of Baba Irv is so real. We are in a serious state of attack. We're not a war. We're not a war. We're under attack. You know, who, which one of us cleared, made the declaration for war? I haven't heard it. But here, what today, right now, I'm saying, I'm calling the SOS a state of emergency in actual fact. It's right. not an SOS, a state of emergency. Because I don't hear these misleaders calling a state of emergency. We are in a state and it's an emergency. Yes. It's, I agree. And Put that in our children's mind and everybody else's mind. We ain't got time to play games anymore. This ain't a game talk. And if you don't like the way I talk, it's just too bad. Because we <laughs> are in a serious state. No, it's, it's a it is. We're in a very serious state. Very. And and, and yet we don't have leadership. The, the the political leadership is beholden to the Republican Party, the Democratic Party, the United States. And and, 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 and and they pledge of allegiance to Israel unconditionally. All of them, all of them, you know. So, you know, we, we of, of right and sound mind and who are able to think outside of the imposed boundaries that Europeans have That's imposed right. upon us, we're the ones that got to think about and, 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 get, and make clear about what's happening. Uh, 404, 404, 697. Good afternoon, 404. Is that Jay? No, that's not Jay. I don't know what's going on, oh, Jay. I, Give Jay a call. Brother Kwaku, what's happening? I heard Jay. Uh, Brother Kwaku, what's happening? Brother Kwaku. Baba Oshi, I heard Brother Jay on... Uh, on yeah. the video the other morning. Right. On the right. Cole Nelson show. Exactly. I just missed it. Yeah. He, uh, brother, uh, uh, Dr. Uh, he, Horn was on the, Dr. Horn was. Uh, yeah, Dr. Horn. Yeah, yeah. he brought the fire, man. He, no, it was great. He asked specific questions. Yeah, he asked yeah. specific questions. And, you know, Dr. Horn, sometimes Dr. Horn can can, can, can be arrogant because he's so smart. Mm -hmm. He's so smart. And, and nonsense he doesn't have time for. Right. He doesn't have time for the foolishness. And uh, Jay asked specific questions. And he, you have to either answer yay or nay, right? You know what's what you what you going. And when you're still working in this in, in the white man's world and the white man's job and the white man's school, you can only go but so far, brother. Oh, there's I, no I, doubt. I did it. I did it for thirty five. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. ain't gonna go but so far on the, right. anywhere on the radio on TV. Mm -hmm. You ain't gonna go because you ain't gonna bite the hand that feeds you. But see at you this, can't. but at, see at this juncture of my life, over seventy years old. I don't give a damn. I'm going to speak these truths because I love African <laughs> yeah, people. And right. I love African people. I don't give a damn. I know that what that's they right. can. I know what they can do. I'm clear, but there's no fear. You know, shit. It, come on, y'all. They're gonna kill you ass. They're gonna kill your ass anyway. So you might as well anyway. do your right. best to speak the truth to make sure that who you touch and 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 who listens to you understands that and understands you as a man trying to make sure that you take this truth and you spread it because it's the only way well, we're going to get up out of this madness, y'all.
That's Claude correct. McKay mm-hmm. wrote a Claude McKay wrote a poem. If we must die, right? Let, let not us be die like hogs. With our backs to the wall, fighting this goddamn devil. That's and right. Send him to hell first. Yeah, That's see. right. That's I, what I I'm see. talking about. We, if we must die, yep. Send him to hell first. Yep. Don't let it and be like. And that makes your life I have value. That makes your existence having. You will have had value. Trust me, brother. Uh, okay, I know. I just heard Brother Quaker say he's not able to respond, but I know he wanted to get in this in this discussion. But let me tell you, our time is up. <laughs> I appreciate y'all. I love y'all. I love y'all. You guys, you guys have a great weekend. You have a, a great weekend and, and enjoy yourself and be yes. safe. Yes. And, and, and continue to do what you've been doing. That means opening your eyes and using your right mind. And analyzing this stuff right. for what it is, and then spreading that information on, brothers and sisters. We end this program like we end all of our programs with the words of Stephen Biko: "The most potent weapon in the hands of the oppressor is the minds of the oppressed." This program is dedicated and committed to helping to free the African mind, but not just the M I N D, but the M I N E, because under the feet of African yeah. people lies all of the resources that everybody wants. Think they can't do without, and they showing hell, damn it, don't want to pay for it. Brothers and sisters, you have a blessed and wonderful go. day. Shim Hotel, yeah. that means go in peace. Isante Sana means thank you. BB48, BB40 means our victorious destiny. Brothers and sisters, we will be victorious.